When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The Graham Norton Radio Show. How exciting is this? With Waitrose. Over on Virgin Radio. Up and at them, come on, things to do. Don't cheer, you'll just embarrass yourselves. We're not bored of it yet, so it's lovely. There's no stopping them. No stopping them. The Graham Norton Radio Show. Oh, there's nothing nicer, is there? Nothing nicer. With Waitrose, food to feel good about. I mean, what's not to like? Saturday and Sunday from 9.30. Over on Virgin Radio. Well, it's Misley Strisley out there. It's almost like the wild itself. You could be anywhere, any continent, any plane, tundra. And look, he's just wandered in. My goodness me, I wonder where he was last. Let's find out uh, who he is first. Vassal, over to you. He's jumped out of helicopters, made Barack Obama eat a bear's leftovers and drunk his own wee. Who better to teach your kids resilience? His new book, Mind Fuel for Young Explorers, is out now. So please welcome a man whose middle name doesn't need to be danger because his first name's Bear. It's Bear Grylls! Bear Grylls, good morning, Bear! <laughs> Such a nice introduction. <laughs> You guys. It's quite windswept out there today. It's quite, it's, you know, on, it's quite challenging, not, that's isn't not, it? That's not rain. That's, that's scouting sunshine. Come on. Is that what <laughs> that's scouting it? sunshine, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we like a bit of bad weather makes us strong inside and out. Oh, man. Although um, it can be hard in the morning. Yeah, it can be hard it, in the morning. Yeah. And also, this morning we had cold rain. So down south, it was four and a half degrees when I woke up. It's pouring down with rain. And it was almost snow. It wasn't quite sleet. So it was just really cold rain. And boy, did it wake us up on the way in. Well, um, that's that's actually the most dangerous type of of weather. Come on, because if it's if it's snow, it's like dry. It's that dr- strong wind yep. driving wet, mm. and then you get wet, and then wind chill kicks in, and then you get cold. Really, that's why they say Scotland in winter is actually classified as Arctic landscape because of that driving sea wind rain. You look, get cold so far. You always look well. You look really well at the moment. Um, what Thank have you been you. up to? Uh, I don't know, sort of working hard outdoors a lot, having fun. You can tell you've got the outdoor winter tan. It's not a sun thing. It's just being in contact with fresh air all the time. I like it. I really do. More and more, I'm sort of making it a conscious choice to spend more and more time outside. And I, I know it's sort of, you know, we all know it. But actually, nature knows best, doesn't it? Nature heals us if we let it. And so I, I tend to walk a lot more places and cycle a lot more places. But you do that. I mean, you come into work. What do you do? You drive and then you run or cycle the Cycled, last bit? Cycled uh, today. Uh, I'll run back. Yeah, so alternate usually. And then we got the, we have this trail run that Tash and I do at the weekends. Um, but so like, you're, looking, you're looking fit and strong. Yeah, fe- feeling good, man. Feeling really good. And all the better for reading your book, Mind Fuel. I couldn't help thinking it was a little play on mindful, mindfulness, mindfulness uh, yeah, for well, young it... explorers. Simple ways to build mental resilience. Now, it sounds like one of those books that could be a bit too good for its uh, own sake. Also, it could be a, a sort of uh, bank raid book, you know, a bit of uh, a bit, a bit, does it really mean anything? But so, somebody, you and your team have done some really hard work here and you have harvested gold from other people's experiences, including your own as well. 
um, to, to come up with two, basically little two-page exercises. It seems to be the format of the book is on the left-hand side is an observation or a, a potential uh, projected regime, uh, what it can mean, somebody who's experienced it before, somebody who's, who's recorded it before or been poetic about it before. And then mostly on the right side is an action or a series of actions uh, which young people can undertake to get themselves into a better position on basically every two pages of the book. Yeah, and I think, you know, school does a great job in many ways, but I think for young people, there's more thrown at them faster than ever before. As we know, there's more anxiety, there's more, you know, pressure. And I think school doesn't always fill that gap particularly well. And and we've I've tried to write Mindfuel for, as something that can resource young people to help them to be on the front foot when the battles of life come, which, as you as me know, both of us as, as dads, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot for our kids growing up and you want them to be equipped. You know, it's a scout motto, isn't it? Be prepared. Yeah, yeah. So this is trying to prepare kids for how to deal with the storms when they come, how to be mentally mentally fit yeah it's great it's great so it kicks off with the motivational brief you know you want if you want to get be briefed as a kid you want to be brief, briefed by Bear Grylls don't you I mean that's pretty cool and I love all the font you've used you know because it all looks like sort of army logo kind of you know out and about motivation in 1953 Edmund Hillary became the first person to successfully summit Mount Everest alongside his climbing partner Tenzing Norgay looking back on this incredible achievement Hillary said I think it all comes down to motivation and then you have your motivational brief the more your goals uh, realise the more you will want to achieve and the more self-belief you will carry. Discuss. Well, it's, it's, it's true. You know, I think if you give kids and young people simple tools, whether it's, whether it's like being outside a little bit more or maybe it's just making your bed first thing in the morning, doing something that you can control, you can do it positively, you start the day right. Or maybe it is like saying, I'm going to set myself some goals and I'm going to give myself full permission to fail a tonne along the way but I'm going to set some goals and go for things or or just maybe be the most enthusiastic person you know I mean that was my dad's thing for me he said you don't have to be the first you don't have to be the sportiest or the cleverest but if you are on time looking smart and you're the most enthusiastic person there you're going to stand a fighting chance and I love that I always kind of and if you do that long enough it becomes a habit doesn't it so I always think it's like putting on your clothes in the morning. Yeah. If you put on that, you do it. I mean, every day it's, it's a decision that becomes you. Yeah, and you talk about it becomes habit. And then, you know, after it becomes habit, the next sort of uh, reaction or, or sort of uh, com, uh, fuel tank in that particular chain is habit energy. So sometimes you forget the habit, but the habit energy is still in. And then you can defer to sometimes, you know, a lot of a lot of us have deferred to our weaknesses, you know, when we run out of steam. Um, that'll be the crisp drawer or the chocolate drawer or, or the telly or whatever it may be. Mm. But if you if you cultivate the right habit energy, when you come up against crisis, you'll actually start doing things that are good for you. And what an amazing place that is to go to end up and people don't talk about this stuff a lot and, and schools don't resource young people a lot with these tools so that's what we're trying to speak to and trying to make it as you say accessible and easy and fun for young people and relevant and I think sometimes mental health can have quite a sort of big label of like this big small small print big books yeah where do you begin yeah, and yeah. I wanted it to be and also for people that don't feel that they're in a mental health crisis, but it's preparing people. Because, you know, as I say, life is going to be full of challenges, full of storms. And it's, it's that thing of not always being on the back foot. 
you know, being able to tackle life yeah. on the front foot. Putting yourself in a great position. Yeah, exactly. So, so you, if you put yourself in a great position, I mean, we talked about it a lot, don't we? You know, if you put yourself in a really good position, you can look like a genius, even if you're not. And if you put yourself in a bad position, you can look like an idiot, even if you may be a genius. <laughs> that's true. But, you know, we're often going to find ourselves on the back foot because that's what happens. You get hit sideways by something. and But... You can at least want to start on the yeah, front yeah, foot. Yeah, 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 totally. Um, and also, then you get the if you if you if you have this sort of um, the adaptability and the the versatility within your being, you can step back and avoid any you know any challenges because you've got the the alertness to do that and the energy to do that and the twitch muscles, both mentally and physically, to get out of the way of something yeah. and just sort of sh- let it pass you by. Say, no, no, not me, thanks. On you go. Yeah. That kind of thing. But that takes that takes some practice. And yeah, yeah. what I like about mental resilience and mental fitness, whatever we call it, is it, it's a muscle. It's not like like sporting abilities or academics, like God-given things. You, yeah. know, you are good at that. You don't have to work for that. Like all of us can build mental strength by exactly, by exactly doing that. And little steps that help us, whether it's, you know, turning the shower to cold for 10 seconds yeah. or building a routine or like I say making a bed or being outside whatever all these little building blocks are they build our strength yeah so there's action and there's traction and the word traction has action in it of course and traction gets you close to where you want to be what you want to achieve and distraction is the opposite of all that and distraction usually happens when you uh, involuntarily give up your uh, the agency over your own action yeah i love that yeah so Uh, true keep generosity flowing all the good stuff is in here you talk about a self-care brief in here this is all for kids and each one of these is just two pages left hand page usually is like what what this story this little mini story is about and the right hand page is what you can do about it Uh, if if i were a teacher i could literally just start off every day with this book you know, to the class, say, before we go any further, little Bear grills, five minutes, bit of mind fuel. Uh, let's have a look at Write Yourself Clear. 20-year-old um, Trick Grand said, uh, it was, was a tough Norwegian ski expert, part of the Terranova expedition of 1912, trying to recover the bodies of Captain Scott and his team from the Antarctic. I mean, you don't shy away from death in this book at all. And the kids are going to love that. Grand, like so many explorers knew, the importance of expressing his emotional pain through writing a journal or diary. When they found Scott's body, he wrote... I will never forget it so long as I live. A horrible nightmare could not have shown more horror than this because Captain Scott, in his own diary, his final entry read, we shall stick it out to the end, but we're getting weaker, of course, and the end cannot be far. It seems a pity, but I do not think I can write more. So journaling has been a thing for for, forever. Um, We are, are... Natural environment now doesn't lend itself to writing things down so much on actual piece of paper, but it's so useful. It's so good, and I see it with... I've, we've got three boys, and our eldest one, he, he's, he journals every day, and I love it. We go, you know, go outside, and I'll be doing a little bit of stretching, and he'll be out there writing in his cup of tea, and he says it's just like to put it down, and he, he starts off with gratitude for the day, and this is what got ahead, and a bit daunted by this, but come on, Jesse, I can do it. And he writes it down. And I love that. You find your things that help you. And we need that in life. Uh, You say here, if you begin to write it out, you will feel relief and may also realise you need some help and support from a grown-up from somebody you know, somebody who's, who's got your back. So Eli um, is a great writer. He's our 11-year-old. He's a great writer, but he finds it harder than drawing. So sometimes he draws it out. 
perfect. And it's and then we'll all end up drawing. And suddenly, so you know, an hour later, and nobody's turned the telly on, nobody's looked at their phone, and the whole conversation, the whole mood, the whole energy in the kitchen has changed. Amazing. It's all about the kitchen. Uh, negative thoughts and what to do about them. The desert is full of things looking for a free ride. This is a funny section. What would you do about negative thoughts? Come on, tell us, Blair. Well, I think it's part of life, isn't it? Nobody is brilliant all the time. You know, you're going to have battles. You're going to have bad days. That's part of it. And I think not beating yourself up and saying I'm part of the human race, that's OK. And feeling free to share that and express it. I mean, my mum always used to say, problem shared is a problem halved. What's, so what's going on? And, so true. And it's, it's so true, that not it? Having good friends, whoever it is, people you can be honest and vulnerable with, and suddenly the world ain't so bad and the problem's not so big. Yeah, and also as grown-ups, we've got to be more understanding of our kids. I was listening to a podcast yesterday from this this lady, by this lady, and she was uh, she's this neuroscientist. And she's a neuroscientist, and also she's a very enthusiastic gamer. She likes playing video games. And she's she's dedicated a lot of her life to researching the effect negative and positive video games have on kids. And she says, and a lot of parents won't want to hear this, and I've purposely left it 10 to 9 so a lot of kids <laughs> can't hear this. She says it's completely fine for kids to play video games up to 21 hours a week. And it will not be detrimental to their mental health. In fact, it may well be positive on depending what they're playing and how they're playing it. And it, this is what you're really not going to want to hear. She says it can sometimes be massively mentally beneficial for the last thing the kids to do at night before they go to sleep to play a video game for 90 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not going to be popular, is it? It's not, but, but she says it's just it's just the way the world is nowadays and you don't know why they're doing it. They're doing it for different reasons um, and it's all good. Hey there, this is the Chris Evans Show with Cinch who don't just offer great quality cars but also great quality service with a dedicated customer service team available seven days a week. Plus, there's a Cinch app as if cinch.co.uk isn't enough. You can browse thousands of cars with the app, filter your searches and buy your next car in just a few taps. The app is on Google Play and App Store. You can search, shop and pay for your next car all in the Cinch app. It's so easy. It couldn't be easier. And of course, you get all the same benefits like free home delivery and a 14-day money-back guarantee. No questions asked other than where would you like the money sending back. Try it out. Download the Cinch app today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The reviews are in. We have a review in, don't we? He's reviewed this book. So this is nine-year-old Mary. Um, she, she saw the book lying on the, on the uh, kitchen table when, when she came back from school. She goes, oh, it's a Bear Grylls book. Can I read it? I said, yes, you can. And can you? Cause she does the reviews for kids' book on the show. And I thought mm. I might get away without paying her the two quid because she was so keen yeah. to read your book. Not a bit of it. I still had to pay her the two quid, but she loved She's the book. Smart. She's yeah. smart. <laughs> oh, and Mary, so Mary's your daughter. That's so Mary's great. My daughter, yeah. Brilliant. Will you? Well, I'll sign that to her. But will you say hello? I will do. Thank I will you. do. Do you want yeah, to? Do you want to know what she thought of it? Well, you just said she loved it. Well, she loved it. You, 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 what's the point of playing the review? You've she might me. have loved it. 
She <laughs> might have hated it, Bear. This might be the, the first ever Mary Neggy review. Well, well, let's, well, let's find out. Here we go. <laughs> what a fantastic book. It's completely different to any book I've read before, but really, really useful. I enjoyed holding a plank while thinking about bouncing back from knockdowns. And I like how self-care is like your feet. But it's still disgusting eating sheep's eyes. Oh, yeah. sheep's eyes. Basically all right, isn't it? I think we're OK there. I think we're OK. I've definitely tried to throw in as much adventure and survival and gore as well, because I think when you have hooks like that, then you remember the... The point at the end, which is like sometimes you just gotta put your head down and do the difficult thing and keep going, or but whatever. Also, the yeah, the fact that it's very accessible to. Her. So you told the story about the surfer who, were, you know, was beaten up by this wave, and and a couple of years later she came back and she broke the world record, and 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 you got Mary, it, it, or whoever's reading it, to to sit there to hold a plank. You know, that's not an easy thing to do, and then to do it again after a rest, thinking about bouncing back from setbacks, mm. and that's that's practical. That's do it now. That's not you know make a collage or something, that you can just do that now. Mm. And I love how sort of immediate it is. Yeah, and I think when you link physical actions to mental thoughts, like doing the plank, thinking of how would I react if I got, you know, failed at something, you know, that kind of link between physical and mental and then, like, cements it into our hearts. So, yeah, I like, I like those parts. Determination Brief, um, right at the end, uh, Determination Brief checklist, character over experience, scouting principles to live by, against all odds, repetition wins, listen, uh, lighten your load, expect the best, prepare for the worst, life rewards the persistent, a great power, wanting to win versus needing to win, ready to adapt, the power of commitment. It says here from Claire, good morning, Chris, the team. I love you, Bear Grylls. I've been looking for something like this for our three children, 12, 10 and 8 years old. The middle one is called Bear too. I teach them this stuff but of course they don't listen to me they just hear charlie brown wah, 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 wah. it needs to come from another grown-up how are your kids with what you say bear gorillas <laughs> i mean it's funny because if you say to our boys what what is what has your dad said to you every day of your life and they will roll their eyes and go, oh <laughs> if i hear never give up another time I'm gonna, you know but and i go i don't apologize for it it's it's the heart of everything you don't have to be the best you don't have to be the strongest you just got a smile on your face and you never give up you know as scouting founder said never say die till you're dead if you write that in your heart you're gonna do okay in life so that's been that's what I've said, whispered in their ear every night and every morning before school, all their lives. They roll their eyes. They're now a bit older. They smile and sort of now give me a hug in return because they feel a bit sorry for me, probably. But um, they're the best. And I'm, and I'm proud of that message. And, you know, my dad's no longer alive. But I look back now and he was so the same with me. He was always like, you know, you've got to go for things in life. You might not always get it and you're going to fail a ton, but that's okay. But go for it. Put your go for things. There's a power to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I wish I could say to him, thank you. And he was right. And, and that's what I try and say to our boys now. Okay, the, not that your boys can get away from Never Give Up because your UK tour is called Never Give Up. So if they were trying to give up, Never Giving Up, they've got very little well, my, chance. My nephew came to me the other day. He goes... And I go, go you're, you're, you know, you seem to be smoking a lot at the moment. He's like, you know, 40 a day. <laughs> and he goes, but you've told me always, all my life, never give up. <laughs> and we go, I know, but on this rare occasion, this one you can give up. But on the, um, on the never give up Is tour, that a gag or not? Well, no, it's true. It's absolutely true. <laughs> That's but, very um, funny. 
but our tour, our live show is called Never Give Up. It was always going to be called that. It's all the stories, all the things that have gone wrong, all the behind the scenes, all the hopefully the you know inspirational stuff and. And uh, yeah, we're doing seven nights, seven cities in April across the UK. All right, livenation.co.uk. Uh, so can, people can see you in Glasgow, which is where it kicks off. Thursday, April 18th, Newcastle, Manchester, Bristol Beacon, Cardiff, Utility Arena, and Birmingham, and then London, the OB, over Arena Wembley. Wow! Uh, what's the biggest crowd you played to? Probably in the States, always. How many? Yeah. yeah, I don't know, 30,000. Whoa! Was yeah. that the crazy show you did? Well, no, so I think it becomes a bit like a TV performance. I mean, as you know, with performing live, the smaller audiences are often much, much scarier, you know, because you give a big, big crowd, there's always a reaction. There's always an emotion and yeah, a, yeah, a, a yeah. laughter or a, a yeah. move and whatever it is. But, um, yeah, I, I, I definitely get really nervous before doing the live shows. And I really want it to be you care, good. Though. And, you, yeah, you really, you know, put a lot into it. It's just, just you on stage for that time. You've you got to put heart and soul into it. But... I think I'm always trying to talk about stuff that's relevant for for them, for the craft, for, for the audience. Yeah. You know, things that are going to empower you in your life. And I think we all, however we find it every day, we we need to seek out things that help us get through the week or the month. So um, yeah, it will, it will be fun. But like I say, a little bit nervous. Better come along and um, I'll do my best. All right, no, it's cool. Never give up UK tour beginning 18th of April in Glasgow. LiveNation.co.uk. This book is beautiful. It's beautiful. Mind fuel for young explorers. You talk about Roger Federer here. I love this lesson because they're lessons, but they're not preachy. That's the thing, isn't it? Being competitive is healthy, but needing to win is a sign our identity is based on achievement, which is not so healthy. It can be useful in the moment, but long term, where is that going to lead? Roger Federer has won 20 Grand Slam titles and is one of the greatest tennis players of all time. He is also one of the best sportsmen you'll ever meet, not only because he is an awesome competitor, but also because of his gracious manner on and off the court, whether winning or losing. He's, he's a mate of yours, isn't he? He was one of our, our running wild guests. And, you know, I, I love those sort of stories about Roger. And it's the same with, even with Rafa, he always says, you know, it's not about the match, it's about the point. All I want, I want I'm going to win this point. I'm going to put everything into this point. Yeah. And I think that's the same with life. You do that long enough, you create the wins and you, you don't shy away from the losses. And, you know, I, I was saying to our boys the other day, how many failures I've had in my life. I mean, so many and a huge amount. But people don't ask me about it because it's like, oh, they want to know about the wins. But... I'm proud of the failures. The scar- they're the scars, the marks, the, you know, the things that we've, we've built on to get to the good That's stuff. That's the growth, isn't it? And actually, Roger, he said his first ever professional tennis match, age like 14 or 15 or whatever he was, he got beaten six love, six love. I mean, that's not just a beating, that's a drubbing. Yeah. I mean, most people would be like, I'm on the wrong sport. And for him, it was it was fuel. It was like, do you know what? I'm going to remember this. Who's the kid that beat him? Yeah. <laughs> well, I bet I bet he never. I bet he didn't go on to do much yeah, because it taught Roger. That's the problem. The fire. Yeah. You know, and the fire is you know in nature and in life is everything. Have you played tennis against Roger Federer? Please tell me you have. I played ping pong and I trained for months. You did not. I trained for months and I uh, played on a little table on the top of a mountain. And we were on this little mountain peak, big mountain peak, snowy. And was it on the show? End of, yeah, end of the expedition. I pulled this out show. this little mini set and I said, come on, you or me, mano a mano, this is it. And he went, what, here? Like, it was a thousand foot drop. I go, it's fine, we got it, we got it. And, I, and so I set up this thing and he goes, do I get a warm up? I go, forget it, it was straight in. You know, I thought I need to get a lead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, it was first 11. I got to like three love. And it was like 5-1, and I was getting closer. 
And then we eventually got to nine all. And I started to get the yips. My arms started to shake. And, and he took me 11-9, yeah. It was, it was an epic moment. So you lost it between the ears. I lost it in my heart. I, I, I thought, I, it's like, it's hard, isn't it? You know, it's hard. It's the pressure. Well, playing you know, against it's Roger like, Federer, yeah. It's quite it's hard. Like, but I love it. I love it. He's going, why are you so excited that, I, that I'm winning? I'm going, because this is just epic. Because you're Roger right, Federer. Now, this is like, here we go. I'm getting beaten by Roger Federer. I'll take it any day. Jason says, hello, Chris, the team. Great to hear you and Bear this morning. Heading to deliver a fitness class with BMF. Bear will know all about that course. Thanks for keeping me smiling in the morning. BMF oh, still going love, strong. I love it. It's going stronger than ever. So many people all across country training outside as a community and, uh, and a lot of veterans running franchises with Be Military Fit and it supports veterans and we do all the training for the army pre-recruits now. So well done, the BMF well community. Done, and if you're one of the people training early in the morning at 6am in the wind and rain, respect. Yeah, and also well begun is half done. You, you, you know, eat the frog, get it done. Rest of the day is a cinch. Well, that's one of the quotes in the book. I love, it's that thing, if you've got to eat a frog, Get it done early. Yeah. You've got well, to eat two frogs, go for the big one first. Yeah, go for the big one first. Mark Twain again. <laughs> uh, Scott says, please can you ask Bear if there's going to be an audiobook of the new release? Uh, there will be. Yep. Yeah. Do you do that? Coming soon. We've <laughs> got, we got, we got the microphones, we've got the tape <laughs> yeah. machines. You've got to hold your breath for that one, but it is coming. Okay, I know you're busy this morning because uh, Bear's going on this morning this morning. He is, he's one of this morning. We love morning. it. A lot of people come here before they go on this morning, and our favourite phrase is, they've got to go because they're going on this morning this morning. Mm. Well, there you go. We are going on this morning, this morning. Yeah, Ali but it's says, so nice seeing you. I, I feel, you know, it's so nice seeing you. I haven't seen you for too long. I love you. I love your family. <laughs> Wonderful, <laughs> Natasha. And our children all grow up, and yep. then we don't see each other for a few years. Suddenly, look, Eli, eleven. It's like it's amazing. And what a gift! No, he's taller than me. Now. Never take it for granted. Is he taller than is you? One wow. inch taller than me. Wow. And he's fifteen yeah, on well, Saturday. I've been through that as well. I always remind our boys that uh, father is someone you look up to, no matter how tall you. <laughs> <laughs> did that come from your dad? Yeah, Sounds like it might have done. The, the, I love the fact, the, the bit in the book where you talk about when you came home from school, no matter whether you'd had exams, your dad said, yeah, OK, exams, they're, they're important up to a point, but character is more important. And char- character is everything, isn't it? Well, it, the only thing he ever looked at was the effort the effort grade. Right. You know, because I was never that great in the, in the other ones. But effort is like... You know, if you're doing your best, you turn there, up? there is a power to doing your best. And it's different to being the best. Life says it's all about being the best. And it's like you can't, like, that you, that you can't always. Yeah. But you can give your best. You can do your best. Yeah. It's a scouting motto, as you know, as, as one of our great scouting ambassadors. <laughs> we, we, we love your support. Always grateful for that. But, but they're right. Do your best. It's an attitude. It's how we live every day. Got it. Uh, morning, Chris Spare and the team. Two hours my, in two hours' time, my husband... Oliver, sorry, Olivier Picard, will be on the start line of the world's toughest horse race in two hours' time. A oh, grueling wow. 10-day trek on horseback across Patagonia in the Gaucho Derby. Please can we have some advice to keep him safe? Bit late now, but it's, yeah. never, but it's never too late. <laughs> never give up. Never too late. Never, ever. <laughs> never going to give you up. Never going to be too late. Um, any advice as he approaches the start line? He has no idea how to survive in the wilderness. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> I think... Um... Opportunity when it's all going wrong, because yep. it will do at one uh-huh. point. That's an opportunity time, not a crisis. That crisis is opportunity. Embrace that. Come. Most people will buckle at that point. Yeah. That's your time to go for it. That's when it gets interesting. <laughs> when it gets interesting, get interested. 
There you go. Yeah. Um, what do they say? Adventure only happens when it all starts to go wrong. Come you know, that's on. That's the time to yeah. to shine. That's why, it? like, when the sh- things go wrong on the radio, they go, "Oh, sorry about that." They're, no, because people know it's live. Otherwise, what's the point in being live? Yeah. Well, well, that's your energy. Point. You've always loved that. You take you know? all the edges off. Otherwise, um, before you go, and you're about to be late, so let's not uh, have that happen. You talk about your faith in this book more than I've ever read in a book of yours before. And I, you know, thank you for that. I really appreciate that. You talk about your morning routine. You talk about your 10 minutes of gratitude, uh, which includes prayer. Can you just speak to that a bit before you go? Well, I try. I think it's part of our arsenal of strength, of things we get to help us in life. And it doesn't have to be overt or very religious or rooted in going to church all the time. But for me, I have a strong Christian faith that is like a backbone through me. I try and, like I say, start the day on the knees to say sorry, thank you, and give me strength for the day ahead. And always try to say a you know, simple prayer with the boys before they go to bed. But that's kind of it. And, um, and, it's, and it's helped me a lot at many moments of my life. Yeah, and what's to lose um, by, by doing that? Because if there is a higher power whether you believe it or not. If there is a higher power, then you're having a word with the higher power, so that's going to pay off. And let's say, worst case scenario, there isn't a higher power. You're saying it to yourself to remind yourself anyway, so that's better than how most people start their days. I think so. Well, that, that's what they call Pascal's wager, isn't it? If it's, if it's true, it's like everything to gain. Yeah. And if it's not true, you haven't lost anything. Yeah. Shall we say <laughs> amen to that? Mm. Amen to that. <laughs> uh, but great to see you. Don't leave us alone next time. I love it, you guys. You're the best. Say hello to Mary. Thank you very much. All right, Mind Fuel for young explorers. Honestly, a cracking little... I don't know how much it is, but whatever it is, it's worth every penny. Thanks, Bear. Take care, guys. Cheers, man. Love the 80s? Then you'll love Virgin Radio 80s Plus. Love Chris Evans. Love the 80s. Over on Virgin Radio. 80s Plus. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.